Good morning, Ruby Lee. Hi, how are you? Absolutely. Listen to that energy. God love you. Oh, my God, I love that. <laughs> Man, I tell you what, I love your name because I believe in marketing. And Mar- and Ruby Lee is a marketable name. That is something that rolls off the tongue of people. You know, who are you listening to, Ruby Lee? And I just, I just and are you, do you like that word? It, it connects both the, the, the first name and the last name? Absolutely. Um, that actually isn't my last name. That's my middle really? name. Um, oh, my God. See, yeah, yeah, now we know. I, I know. Fun fact. Fun <laughs> fact of the day. <laughs> Man, 16 years old, growing up in Missouri. At 16, I was already in radio. So I kind of you know, can relate with you in the way of I'm you know, preparing for that stage, being ready, and making sure that you bring the show and not just show up for the show. Yeah, absolutely. How do you do that? Because, it, I, mean, I mean, 16 years old, most people are just running around or they're getting their driver's license. Yeah, um, you know, I've been doing it since I was nine and a half years old. Um, I kind of had my life set out ever since then. Uh, I do about 200 shows a year. Um, I've just been working at it really hard. And, you know, I knew that I wanted to do something, you know, bigger. wanted to to branch out a little bit, you know, do things like like one of my biggest goals right now is to play like fairs and festivals and like, you know, different states, wherever. Um, so if anyone out there is listening, reach out to me. I'm on Instagram and Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. I got all of it. <laughs> okay, now we, we, um, we got to go deep into that. And the reason why is because I know something about you. And when you say fairs and festivals, and I'm going to take you back to 1979, the Billings Metro, Mickey Gilly. Because I was with Mickey Gilly and because he went to the fairs and the festivals. Is that part of the influence? Did he sit down with you and talk to you? He did. Um, yeah, Mickey Gilly. Actually, Mickey Gilly is the one that told me to get rid of my last name to make it Ruby Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to go by Little Miss Country, and <laughs> we thought that was great. We thought it was amazing. And um, Mickey Gilly told us, he was like, you know, that's great for now. But um, people, it's going to be kind of weird when people call you Little Miss Country and you're 40 years old. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, yeah, I guess that makes sense, Mickey. I think you know what you're doing. <laughs> um so I ended up, I, I took that off and I, I got rid of my last name, called it Ruby Lee. And uh, he was with Johnny Lee yep. at the time. Yep. Uh, it was during the Urban Cowboy, you know, reunion. And uh, he told me, you know, but once you get rid of your, your last name and you go by Ruby Lee, just make sure that everyone knows that you're no relation to that no good Johnny Lee. <laughs> he was right there. Um, <laughs> so we were laughing about that for a good solid 10 minutes. But um, yeah, Mickey is just absolutely awesome. Did he have that big gigantic ring on that finger? Because my God, he's so proud of that ring. Yeah, he did. He had the necklace. <laughs> yes. <all of> it. <laughs> you know, the, the, thing, the thing about Mickey and the way I, I because he's always been a giver to to those that are up and coming. I mean, I mean, he had Gillies, which was a platform for up and comers and a place where people could go to experience those who love country music. Absolutely. Yeah. And the thing about it is, I mean, you, know, you, you talked about it being the urban cowboy movement. I, I know that you weren't there back in, the, in 1979, 1980, but you have no idea, Ruby Lee, how much it changed radio. I believe country music's popularity today is because of people like Mickey Gilly in that era of the urban cowboy movement. Yeah, Mickey changed a lot of things. You know, having the world's largest nightclub, I mean, that's, of course, that's going to help. Um, 
you know, and just having a, a place for musicians, you know, back then to, to go and play, um, it's really awesome, you know, because he was telling me about all those things and how he started. Um, he told me that, you know, Loretta Lynn and Conway Twitty took yep. him on tour yep. um, before he, you know, really broke off and made it really big. And, you know, Loretta Lynn is like my favorite <laughs> singer of all time. And I just thought that connection was really cool, you know, and, you know, he was on several TV shows too. <laughs> I mean, TV was really big, you know, especially coming out. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, it was really awesome, uh, to hear of all the, the stories he's got and how much he's, he's helped other musicians. I'm so glad that you brought up Loretta Lynn because I mean, in, in my note taking, I put, she holds you, you hold so much history of music, but yet you're giving your sound a modern touch. I love that, that you, that you know the roots, but you're playing the future. Oh, I love that quote. That's great. Um, yeah. Um, that's kind of like what I did with my, my blind audition song. If you go back and listen to, you know, the original by Patsy Montana, I like to still be tasteful with the song. I don't want to try to change it up so much to where it's not unrecognizable. Um, I just kind of want to go in and give it a modern touch that, mm -hmm. you know, younger generations can listen to it, yet the older generations that grew up with it can still appreciate it. Um, so kind of with with cowboy sweetheart i put a modern touch on it because like i said if you listen to the original it is a lot different than my audition uh and i've always played it that way i've always enjoyed playing it kind of in a in a different way but i always feel that you always need to honor the legends you know because um, the master of the song is the one who wrote it and sang it originally and yep. the one that made it popular so um i definitely like to keep that in mind while i learn songs even though I'm from Montana, my family had a ranch down in Ranchester, Wyoming, a very, very, very small town. You coming from a, a town of 68 people, how often did you get out there in those fields and just imagine filling that field with people watching you? Because there's something about being a part of a small town community that brings out the musician. You know, um, you're saying that like I don't say that now. <laughs> I'm, um, <laughs> I'm I'm still dreaming about it. Um, you know, it's it's amazing. I'm I'm just now getting to the point where I can do like sold out shows. I mean, it's not like it's for thousands of people. I mean, a yeah. hundred people sold out. That's that's insane for me. I mean, that's like one of the biggest things I've ever done, especially for myself coming out just my name. Um, so that's that's really exciting um you know but i dream about it all the time that's that's what i hope to do is just in the future to be able to do you know the the big you know stadium tours or yeah. you know whatever it may be Wow. you know like fairs festivals like i said those kind of things but see i love that kind of stuff because that to me is real americana when you, because people that go to the fair are bringing themselves in there they're they're not pretending to be anybody they're just bringing their family they're bringing their friends they're there for a great time yeah, exactly. I mean, people just want to go have fun and kind of forget about the, the worries of the world. And I feel like music is a great escape for that. Yeah. We have something in common. We both uh, had a tornado experience. And, and to this day, I still hear the building shaking. What about you personally? How do you, how do you deal with that? Well, um, I, was, I was quite young when it happened. I still remember it all, which is crazy. Um, I feel like you always remember like traumatic experience more than some of the better ones. Um, so I had separation anxiety yep. for a really long time, years. Um, I was to the point I couldn't be away from my parents. I used to go to, 
a private school, not for long, just a few months. Um, I was in preschool and I used to run out of the building trying to find my parents. It was to the point, it was so bad that they had to sit in the parking lot so I could look out the window and see them. Mm. And I would cry just 24 seven because I didn't want to be away from them. Um, I was just so worried that something would happen while I was gone. Um, so having that, it made me very nervous. I was kind of a, I was very shy. Um, I would like hide behind my mom anytime yeah. someone would try to talk to me, um, just trying not to talk to people. And, you know, once I, once I started singing, I, I wanted to sing so bad that I would get up on stage trying to fight the urge of not being shy. I would get up there and I would rub holes in my shirt because I would be fiddling with it. Um, be so nervous. I'd stand still. I'd look like a, like a brick house, just still. Um, and then I got my first guitar and that really, it gave me something to do with my hands. So I stopped rubbing holes in my shirt and then I started playing my own shows and then gradually I started getting better with people and, now I'm not nervous at all. Um, I just do my thing. <laughs> do you still have that first guitar? I still have that first oh, guitar, yeah. Oh, man, never let that monkey go. I still have my first guitar, which was an Ibanez Flying V, and and I go in there just sometimes just, just to sit with it because it was such a major part of my childhood. Absolutely, yeah. Mine, I actually turned my first guitar into like an autograph guitar Aww. of all the people I look up to. So it's kind of like, you know, I can look at all the people I look up to signing my first guitar. Um, you know, looking back at it, my first guitar was sent to me by George Groon out of Nashville uh, from Groon Guitars. Um, and, you know, if it weren't for him, I probably wouldn't play guitar now. Wow. Um, it was a huge, huge help to me. Um, and I do credit him for, for a lot of that. He actually sent me a guitar before I even met him, before I even... I never played an instrument, and he nice. sent me a guitar. So it was it was very, very awesome of him to do that. Wow. So I credit him for my, my guitar skills. <laughs> Where can people go to find out more about you and to, like you said, let's let's get you into one of these, the, these uh, local fairs and things. I mean, because the Carolinas are always full of fairs. I would love to see you here. Absolutely. I would love to go there. I'd love to go anywhere. Um, but yeah, to reach out to me for, for fairs, festivals, bookings, whatever it may be, um, you can reach out to me through Facebook or through any of my social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. I also have a website, rubyleeofficial.com. That's where you can learn more about me and some of my, my information, things I've done. Um, but yeah, you can reach out to me and, and send me a message and, uh, I promise to get back to you. Hmm. Um, it might take me a minute, but um, I will get to it. Um, but yeah, definitely check it out and uh, send me a message, and I'd love to, to take a look at it. Oh, my God. Once again, there's that Mickey Gilly coming out in you because he's not afraid to talk with real people and spend time with real people. They all He sat, sat there and talked to everybody, and, and then here you are saying, I'll talk to you. I, I just love that about you, Ruby Lee. I, I learned that from him. Um, Mickey always told me, he's like, you know, all these people came here, you know, I like to think of it as people work really hard to, to come and see you, spend like their hard earned money to come and see you for you to do something that you just love. You know, it's not work for me. It's just something that I love to do. So the least I could do is just talk to people that come to see me, you know, um, to take time out of their day to come say hi. Uh, and I learned that all from Mickey. He always told me, you know, you wait until the last person is out of that That's building. It. Whoever That's wants it. an autograph, mm-hmm. you got to wait because they came to see you too. So that's one big influential thing that he taught me. 
Wow. You got to come back to the show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. You be brilliant today, okay, Ruby Lee? I will. I'll try. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye.